Welcome to Demogranomics, your insight to the powerful surprises ahead for the US economy. Demogranomics, where people make markets. And now, here is Mike Williams. Hello there and welcome back to our podcast. Uh, Thanks for joining us. It's Mike Williams. Um, Hope you're having a great day. Listen, today we're going to call this a real yawner. You know, so far this summer, Brexit and the Fed rate hikes have been the lead topics of, quote, concern as we hear from any number of experts how Brexit will cause ripple effects for, I don't know, the next hundred years. Other than the the fill-in-the-blank fear of the week, so far the summer haze has done almost exactly as we expected. It's been a yawner, like most early summers. If all goes to script, the real excitement is still to come. So let's be ready and be patient. When I was a kid, my first and second and third grade classes all had emergency drills for which guidelines had to be learned. When the alarm sounded... We were to place all sharp objects into our desk and close the lid. And then we were to get out of our desks and slide under the desktop portion overhang, where there was just enough space for an elementary school kid to fit. The reason, you might be wondering, well, we were there to guard against the potential launch of a nuclear missile from Cuba, Russia, or thereabouts. Yes, remember, it was the Cold War, and I did say a nuclear missile under a desk. <laughs> while I'm not yet, aw- while I wasn't aware at the time that I would end up in the investment world, I wonder aloud today where that quote risk would have been contemplated on today's analysts for spreadsheets. Excuse me while I chuckle. The point is, is we survived. I can remember when computers came out. My first one was an IBM. It cost $6,000, and it had a 30-megabyte hard drive. By the way, that is now smaller than the smallest USB clip you can buy for 5 bucks. Uh, interestingly enough, the screen size was 6 inches, and it's still printed on that ugly little paper where you had to tear the edges off on the side. Younger people listening to this podcast today probably won't even remember that. I recall being told repeatedly at the time that my use of the computer would immediately cut my use of paper, would all but disappear, and filing would no longer be needed. What a, what a crock. I cannot imagine what it must have been like to be working your tail off in a buggy factory for horses and see the first car drive by. It must have been terrifying, It was as it was surely the end of the world for buggy makers, and obviously jobs would be lost by the thousands, people would go hungry, the economy would be decimated from the change. Remember also that China was going to ruin the world because all of our manufacturing jobs were being shipped overseas. And then, of course, it was going to rule the world because of its massive size and economic might. And then, as things turned out, they changed a bit, and they devalued their currency, that that world-controlling currency. They've devalued it three times alone in the last 12 months to try to hide the idea that they actually have a people problem. 
I could go on and on about turning points in our past where the future was dim or worse, but A, we are both too busy, and B, we made it through every single one of those forks in the road. So what's next? Well, everything is going to change again, but here is the key. As before, about 95% of that change will likely fall on the good side of the chart over time. The other 5%, sure, it'll be bad for a while. Say if you make things a robot can make with no vacation time, no lunch breaks, or health insurance costs. And they never ask for uh, a smoke break either. Ah, yes, the newest, biggest monster of all, even bigger than Brexit after we get over that, if it happens. AI, artificial intelligence, that's the new buzzword. That's the thing. uh, uh, Our fears over this will make nuclear weapons seem tame. The masses and experts will tell us to fear its impact will ruin the world. We will be told by millions and millions of jobs, excuse me, we were told by experts that millions and millions of jobs will vanish. People too. I can almost see the frenzied headlines once we get past the 38 monsters that are still in line in front of artificial intelligence. Indeed though, AI is lurking there in the shadows to pounce on all of us poor humans I even heard it referenced the other day that they would make us their house pets. (laughs) I just, oh God, I I just, you know, it's, it's funny sometimes. The point, well, look, AI is coming, sure, as it slowly seeps into our picture, as always, in any change, the strong will survive. However, while the headlines will focus on the bad stuff, we need to keep our eyes on the good stuff. For example, I suspect there are hundreds, and I do mean hundreds, of possible jobs that will get done to make society a better place, and robots will do it. The kicker? They will be used to accomplish things humans never did before. Who knows where those elements could go? I can envision robots mining the oceans or building cities on the moon or on Mars where Mr. Musk apparently wants to die. There's literally an endless stream of things robots can and will do that humans will either not do or could be deemed too dangerous to do. As Generation Y takes over the corporate world and, oddly enough, in another 20 years is joined by the leading edge of Generation Z, we will see things become normal that we only saw in Star Trek movies previously. Yes, AI and robots will be there to help. Yes, they will indeed displace workers from old jobs, just like computers did. They will put the present-day buggy makers out of business. But as every shift in our history has proven, many more new opportunities will unfold. Factory workers replaced by robots will later work for companies who come in to service the robots when they break or reprogram the robots when they need to be refreshed. I am being simplistic, of course, but the point remains the same. Innovation breaks old models. It breaks old ways of thinking. Imagine being afraid of losing the horse as the primary mode of transportation, or years later losing rotary phones, 
Or how about all those workers who boxed up millions of those little pink slips that you used to get that said, while you were out on top of them with a place to write down the call you missed while you were driving into work. The other thing innovation does is it launches the incredible power of humans to be entrepreneurs, to expand, to adapt, to build new solutions, and fix ever-increasing problems. We have 86 million of those kids coming at us. The question should be, are you ready? So the next time you're told AI is coming, sit back, relax, smile, and look forward to incredible new breakthroughs, new businesses, new channels of growth, margin expansion, and productivity gains. Let's get back to real time and forget about robots just for a second. While we can fret over that for another decade or so, let's see what the present-day monsters tell us. It's the first day of summer on the calendar here, and we stand with one thought in mind. The world is on the brink again because Britain may leave the EU. The mass thinks that's bad. As you might guess, we think it might be pretty good. <laughs> sure, there's going to be some short-term reaction, and traders will exit their positions only to be sold to long-term investors instead. Long-term investors a few years from now will chuckle at how we feared Brexit, like we feared Grexit, pigs, Zika, Ebola, bird flu, and yes, years ago, nuclear weapons coming in over the East Coast from Russia. As much as Brexit may be good in the long run, who knows if it's going to happen or not, that's still a couple days away. question is this, Everybody fears everything. Have we ever pondered how much farther ahead into the future we would be today if, in fact, we would stop fearing so many things and actually move on with our goals? I heard it once referenced that the richest places on earth were our graveyards. Sad, but true. I want you to think about this date. November 21st, 2014. It was the day before the Thanksgiving Day break of 2014, over 18 months ago. Why? Well, stock prices closed yesterday at the same price the S&P 500 was on November 21st, 2014. No movement, no headway, just stuck in place over wave after wave of fear. Meanwhile, the barbell economy is humming along just fine, hidden in all the noise. We must pay attention to two things and two things only for the next 30 or 40 years as investors. What will the baby boom demand and what will generation, generation Y build and demand? Answer, a ton of stuff. It's the 80-20 rule in real time wrapped in a thread that is decades long ahead of us. Stray off course if you choose but is the only course which really matters to investors as we focus on economic power along with growth and risks ahead. But always remember this, it's easy to get caught up in this idea. Being pessimistic sounds smarter than being optimistic, right? I mean, if I tell you the world's ending and all the reasons that we're at risk, I sound pretty smart. If, you, if I tell you to believe that the future is probably a lot like the past and it's kind of, well, pretty good, then I kind of sound like I don't understand how bad it is out there. And I don't sound real smart. But look, being pessimistic 
has proven to be a loser's game in the history of the U.S. markets. And it's been a very expensive position to hold. Think about that. I recall another time where sentiment took two years to get out of its funk, where the market went nowhere. It was the 1994-1995 Clinton years. A double-dip recession was a very consistent theme back then, and it eventually ended with two realities. A, there was no recession. There was no double-dip. And B, five years of markets going straight up afterwards. That summarized, data are far from panic levels, but I suspect if we get a Brexit, we'll get some panic. Given oil prices have bounced as expected, and hence the oil sector credit risks have faded, the U.S. economy is still growing, even so at a seemingly glacial pace for many. Here's a summary for today. Mindset shifts are needed, dead ahead. We must recognize the current underneath and not focus on the surface of the water, as it was told during many a sailboat races out in the middle of the ocean, in the middle of nowhere. The barbell economy is moving forward productively. It's the struggle to adapt, which is holding too many others back. Remember this, fear drives your attention. People drive markets. So thanks for joining us. Hope this has been helpful. Until we see you again, may your journey be grand and your legacy significant.